It's the Prep Rally Podcast, the only podcast in the state dedicated to prep sports. Brought to you by the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Here's your host, Chip Souza. All right, all right, all right. Ricky Fires got his shoulder pads laced up and he's ready to start making a little contact. This is Prep Rally, the podcast brought to you by the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. I'm your host, Chip Souza. I got Ricky Fires on my right, Paul Boyd in the middle, Henry Apple on the left, and Leland Barclay is down near the Badlands of Oklahoma, down in Fort Smith. Hot. 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 Leland says he likes it this way. I love it. He love loves it. the heat. All right, he let me say, it. I think this is a big, I don't like the heat. You know, I've spent a lot of time in Michigan. I think this would be a good time to acknowledge the late Lewis Carrier. Okay. Does that ring a bell? Air, Carrier? If it's, if it's air, air conditioning, conditioning related, yes. Boom, right there, there who there invented <laughs> air conditioning that we all, maybe self Leland, absolutely love. Has I'm glad ever, to be in the air conditioning building. Has there ever been a better invention than air conditioning other than the Ron Popeil fishing reel, you know, they used to have back in the day? Other than that, air conditioning is the next best invention. It's, it's a tie. It's a tie. It's yeah. close. Or the set it and forget it guy. I like him, too, with the oven. That was pretty cool. I like the slinky. That was good. That was a good yeah. one. Man, Rick, you really are dating yourself here on the slinky thing. All right, Leland, we're going to take it to you right off the bat because you are going to bat lead off this football season. You have got Woo-hoo. the Battle of Rogers Avenue tomorrow night over at Fort Smith Southside as the Northside Grizzlies come in to Southside, the Battle of Rogers Avenue. And last time I checked on this, Leland, when I saw in your story, Northside's won five straight in this rivalry. Five straight. You know, Northside or Southside had went on a long you know, winning streak and had narrowed the gap to 28, 25, and two in the series. And of course, since then, Northside's won five in a row, and I'm sure they plan on uh, making it six in a row. But I tell you, I think this game's going to be very close. Two, two. Two, I think two. it's going to be extremely exciting. I think it's going to be a great game. Uh, you know, uh, Coach Dameron's had a chance to now put, uh, put his stamp um, on the program. You know, last year was a, you know, with all that happened during the summer and they didn't have to, you know, they couldn't get together as a team. You know, last year was kind of, it was tough on all the coaches, but especially your new coaches like right. Coach Dameron at Southside, Coach Bush at Alma. Yep. You know, those guys that really, um, you know, the first game of the season was uh, probably the first time that they got to work with them a whole lot. It, it almost was their first live, you know, drill. I mean, they'd had a little scrimmage, I know, the week before, but. No spring, no summer team, no summer seven-on-seven. Seven. I mean, just, you know, they couldn't I – mean, how do you install your offense by Zoom? You know I mean? Yeah. How do you oh. do that, you know? Well, and, and it really, I think it um, – I think it uh, obviously affected the quality of play. But, you know, too, it, it – you know, no summer workouts. You know, the kids yeah. could maybe go and do some of that on their own. But even that was limited with the gyms being closed most of the summer. Yep. It was just a uh, it was a difficult situation all the way around, and I think Coach Dameron is much more comfortable now, and uh, I just think it's going to be a great game. I think it's going to be very close. I know Hootens has it picked uh, Northside by twenty. No, I don't well, think I just, so. I, just I don't, don't think see so. That at all. <laughs> I don't think so. Don't think that's going to happen. Hey, now. hey Leland, I think um, I was there. And I've had a few root beers since then, but wasn't I remember? Even though the final score was Northside thirty-five to seven. 
uh, Southside took the opening drive. They got it way down like the five-yard line, and some and Northside stopped them. And then Southside also was driving maybe in the third or fourth quarter, maybe the third quarter, and they were like it at 10, and they fumbled and returned it all the way. So that uh, score was uh, very much misleading, wasn't it? Yes, it was. It was, um, you know, Southside scored early. They didn't score again, even though they had a couple of opportunities. Uh, Northside, you know, scored later. Uh, it, it, and even though it was 35 to 7, you look at the score and you just think, well, 35 to 7, you know, Northside won handily. Uh, but no, it was not that case. Um, you know, they, they kind of pulled away late, or I guess second half. But it was much closer than a 35 to 7 game. Well, and you're right, Ricky. Not only was that 14 points lost, on the, on those two things, it's 21 points lost because they gave up a a return for a touchdown on that fumble. So that's right. You know that 21 yeah. you know, that's 21 points out of, at, at, in that game, and it was a 28 point difference in the game. So yeah. you're right; it absolutely was a closer game. It, I I would be I would be the most stunned person on the planet if Northside wins this game by three touchdowns. I would I would be really stunned by that. Not by that margin. No, no. Now, something I did not know, Leland, this was knowledge that you dropped on me today. Now, Leland will have a preview for the Northside. That, that happens a lot, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. I need And I need a whole lot more of it if I can get it. it. He yeah. drops a lot of knowledge yeah, on a lot of Yeah, absolutely. Because uh, only knowledge I get is what's dropped squarely on my head. Um, <laughs> what I did not know until reading Leland's story, which will be in the Thursday edition of the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette, um, on this game is Leland has a feature story on Ty Massey of Northside. I did not know that Chris Massey was his dad. I did not know that. You didn't? I, did I didn't not. either. How would now, you like to fill those shoes? I'm t- and, and, you know, and I thought about that same thing, Leland. I know I read this in your story, and he said, I'm just trying to be me. You know, Chris, Leland, uh, Rick, I don't know if you remember Chris Massey or not. He was at a star at Spyro High School. You might have still been in Fort Smith at the time. It's right about the time I, I got there. Spyro had some excellent teams back well, in the this, day. This kid was a blue-chip four-star, you know, recruit who ended up going to Oklahoma State. Uh, he was offered by the Razorbacks in Houston Nut. He ended up going to Oklahoma State and uh, was a very good player at Oklahoma State. And that is Ty Massey's dad. I did not know that. So what great bloodlines, you know, there. Hey, Leland, who's the kid I from mean, us? Because you know, Chris Massey was probably, um, you know, in my opinion, he's one of the best football players, probably athletes, to come through this area yeah. in Fort Smith, the Fort Smith area, yeah. ever. Yeah, you're correct. And, and, and I tell you, a current player that I would compare him to, and I don't feel bad about making this comparison at all, that most people would relate to right now is Traylon Burks. Yeah, yeah, I would too because oh. Massey could do it all. He, uh, Rick, uh, like, again, he was at Spyro uh, and, and, and played over there. The great, great teams Chris Bunch has had over there. He's still coaching there, by the way. Um, but he played quarterback. Oh, he retired. Oh, he did, he did retire? retire. Okay. Last year. Yep. Oh, okay. He was, uh, more knowledge. Recently, on you. He was recently elected into the Oklahoma um, Sports Hall of Fame. There you go. Okay. And uh, just recently, this has be his first uh, year out of coaching, uh, which is, uh, you know, he's a legend at Spyro too. Yeah, but yes, you know, yes. Massey was on Oklahoma State teams that beat OU two yes. years in a row. Correct. Correct. Uh, now, now, Chris Massey also was the quarterback there for them, Rick, um, and led them well, lead them to the state championship game, right, in their classification in Oklahoma. Yes, yes. and he had he was a thousand. I think he was around fifteen hundred passing. He was around thirteen hundred rushing. 
an outstanding defensive back. And when he went to Oklahoma State, actually, I guess he, he kind of made his mark. Of course, he was a good defensive back, but he kind of made his mark as a kick returner. Yeah, yeah. Very explosive player. Uh, very, very good player. A little undersized uh, to play at the pro level, but but a very, very good player. And you're right, Leland, probably one of the best and probably maybe one of the most underrated or undersung players to come through that Fort Smith region um, of the modern of the modern players. Hey, Leland, who was the Spyro outstanding? You know, again, they had a lot of outstanding athletes. A quarterback, I think he went to the Canadian Football League and maybe played a year or two with the Chicago Bears. You have any idea who uh, that kid? That was Burris. 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 Henry, Henry Burris. Henry Burris. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And you know, I I played some some men. You know, another name that's that's so synonymous with Spyro Athletics is the Steele family. Yes. Yeah. And I played ball with Terry Steele some, and he was – Terry Steele probably could have played college ball in three sports. He had actually offers to play in three sports. I mean, he was that good. So uh, Spyro has had a tremendous, uh, you know, uh, legacy of, of athletes, and they've really been fun to cover in this part of the state. Uh, here's a little trivia for you, Ricky Fires. Yes. Tyler Perry, Tyler, T-Y-L-O-R Perry, who played at Harbor <laughs> – Played his senior season of high school basketball at where, Rick? That would be Spyro. Spyro. High that would school. be Spyro. Yes. Yep, he transferred the basketball, Spyro, which is actually where he was from. He was yeah. from that area. Okay. Um, so that's a little Spyro yeah. knowledge there. So Leland, North Side, South Side tomorrow. That's gonna that's gonna kick off the high school football season um, for us in this region. So that should be a good one. Leland will be down there for that, along with Walter Woody. I got the dynamic duo. Um, on that tomorrow, so so Leland will have a story, Walter will have a story. That'll be in the Friday edition of the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette, along with some photos. And I know it'll be great, you know, great uh, game down there tomorrow night. And I know you guys are excited. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a contrast of styles. It will be. It will be. Southside's gonna fling it all over the place, Rick. Did you know that they're gonna they're gonna yes, throw football? Yes, I saw. I saw him. I think what I... he what did he say, uh, Leland? He said nine times out of out of ten plays we're gonna throw it or something something like. Well, that. what he what he said. <laughs> this was after the scrimmage against Alma, and I yeah. asked him about you know the first drive they had fourteen plays, twelve of them were passes. Yeah, yeah. The second drive was four plays, all of them passes, and I asked him about that, and he said, "Oh, they're gonna fling it. They don't have a plan B." There you go. We're gonna throw it. What's what? What's what? What play are you running? We're throwing it to who? Well, whoever's open. <laughs> How about Northside? And I know in the story I mentioned the the receivers. Even though Dimitri Lloyd's, I guess technically a tight end. You know he comes out and plays in the slot. Uh, so I consider him more or less a wide receiver in, right. in the way things are done now. Kind of a flex. But you know they're yeah. they're also going to throw it out of the backfield some too, which is a, another kind of a kind of another weapon that they're going to use. Well, this is what we do know, Leland, that Kim Dameron is a very good coach. Kim Dameron was successful at every level that he played at and, and that he's coached at. You need to take last year, Ricky, like an Etch-A-Sketch and just shake that sucker up and down and erase it because uh, Southside will be – I've said Fayetteville is going to be the most improved team in 7A this year from winning four games to, I believe, a good chance at double-digit wins this yes. year. Southside is going to be right in that same conversation with most improved teams in 7A, I think. Yeah, and they got a lot to improve on. What did they win, two games last year? How'd they win two, Paul? It's a miracle. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> An old Bull Durham uh, movie reference. So, Leland, that's what we got going on down there in the River Valley. We've got Northside and Southside, but we got a lot more football going on um, in the area this week as the high school football season starts. But one thing we do want to mention, uh, COVID has already reared its head um, 
to take one game out of our schedule from this week. The West Fork was set to host Green Forest. And, uh, you know, Henry, Green Forest is a team I think is going to be much improved this year, too, under Greg Tibbett, second, you know, second year there. Uh, this was a chance for Green Forest to, you know, probably come in and kind of show what they could do after some seven-on-seven success and everything this summer. That game now has been postponed because of COVID-19, uh, what do you call it, uh, Distancing or what? Uh, quarantine. Quarantine. Uh, uh, yeah. Protocol. Protocol. Follow, follow the protocol. Protocol. So they uh, each had an open date on September the seventeenth. Seventeenth. And so they, instead of playing this week, they're going to move that game to September the seventeenth, when hopefully things will be uh, uh, back to as normal as twenty twenty one can be. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that won't be the first. I mean, no. it won't be the last uh, nope. game that'll be postponed. In fact, they had one in the in Central. Right, uh, Mayflower and CAC. There you go. Uh, had to postpone their game, and they're doing the same thing. They're moving their game to the seventeenth. There you so. go. There you go. So uh, we're better, I think, than we were last year at this time. I think we're learning to deal with it and, and understanding the fluidity. Hey, like that word? Oh, sweet. Woo, yeah, fluidity. Yeah. Thank goodness I have my dictionary opened up. I can see <laughs> that. Uh, the fluidity of the situation and what's going to have to be involved with these teams and. Um, you know, last year we saw teams just shift gears in the middle of a week and, and just, you know, schedule games, at, you know, kind of out of nowhere. I kind of hope we don't see that happen again because that kind of throws everything out of kilter. I think we're a lot farther along. It's, it's, the, it's the Delta variant, but a lot of people realize, man, get the vaccine. Do what you got to do. Just do it. Just do it. Just, just get do it. The, we don't want to hear about your political views just do it. or your arguments. Do it for and them. Just get it. And more, more people are getting it. Yeah. And so I think we're going to have a better year this year. I hope year. so. I hope so. So – um, but but there will be some bumps in the road, and uh, it's just you know, it's inevitable that that's going to happen. And uh, these schools are much better equipped to deal with it now than they were a year ago. Mm-hmm. And so uh, it's uh, you know we just keep it's like it's like Paul, you'll understand this. It's like plowing land; you just keep putting one foot foot right. from the other and keep yes, plowing. Yes, sir. Just yes, keep sir. Plowing. And that's what we're going to do all yep. year long. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Just keep plowing. Keep your head down, Rick. Just keep your head down. down. One turn row and back again. Back and back again. There you go. So we've got that going on. Now, uh, Leland, here's one I want to talk about, and Henry will talk about this with you a little bit too. Springdale Harbor, this is a game we didn't know might not happen, and then it kind of the coaches got together and, and got it worked out, and Henry's the one who had, had the story on this when it first happened, found out about it. Springdale Harbor's game at McKinney, Texas, last year was canceled because of COVID, and uh, – I don't know if I couldn't remember if it was McKinney. They weren't allowing outside teams to come in Texas, or if it was Arkansas couldn't go to another state, or whatever it was. It was something COVID-related anyway. And uh, and it was kind of a shame because Harbor wasn't going to get to play. Is that right, Yeah. Henry? What happened uh, last year is Texas pushed its season back. That's for the big schools. That's for right. The, for the, the bigger October. schools. That's yeah. right. So theirs got pushed back, so uh, they couldn't play Harbor and – Harbor ended up uh, going over to uh, was it Jinx or I Bixby, think so. one of the two. Yeah, I Jinx, know I covered I the game, but yeah. hey, that was a year ago. I, I maybe slept a little since then. Maybe <laughs> ten minutes or so. Yeah, something yeah, like that. That's mm-hmm. right. So they didn't get to go, which was kind of a bummer because if you follow high school sports very much at all across the country and, and whatever and the way things are now, you you know we we know more about you know high school teams in Washington you know than. You know, we probably should know. But anyway, uh, McKinney, Texas built this beautiful $60 million football stadium a couple of years, years ago because this is the way things work everywhere. It happens here just like Texas. Allen High School built a beautiful $50 million football stadium. Well, McKinney is right next to Allen, and McKinney said, hey, okay, hold, you know, hold my drink. 
<laughs> Hold my drink. We're going to show we can you. We do a little better. We can do a little better. So they went to $60 million and then and then somebody else said, here, hold my Gatorade again. I'm going to build one at $70 million with with three Jumbotron videos. <laughs> you know, whatever. It's just it's, it's craziness. But anyway, um, I'm glad Harbor's going to get to go down there, experience some Texas high school football in a beautiful stadium, be a nice little road trip for them. And uh, uh, they should be excited about that. What fascinates me about uh, this Harbor-McKinney game as well as Bentonville West playing Mansfield. Uh, Harbor's going to have to go over there and understand Arkansas plays under NFHS they rules. Do. Texas high schools play under NCAA rules. Correct. So Harbor's going to have to adjust to chop blocking. Yep. Uh, Balls you, kicked into the end zone, can uh, be returned. Can be returned. The, yep. hash, ta- the hash marks are a little bit wider. Uh, They're yep. set like college. So they're going to have to make an, an adjustment they there. Will. On the reverse side, when Mansfield, Texas, comes to Bentonville West Friday night, they're going to be have the ones have to adjust to new rules. Yep, yep. But it's good. I like these. I like those cross state games. I love. Yeah. I love it when uh, you know the Arkansas teams go play cross border teams from Oklahoma, Texas, Missouri, Louisiana. You know Tennessee. We see you know we see that a lot, and and uh, a lot of it is necessitated by the fact that there are so few seven A schools, so few six A schools. Nobody's, you know, nobody in Arkansas is jumping at the bit to play a Greenwood in non-conference right. play. Usually, you know, nobody's jumping at the bit to play a Bryant, you know, non-conference. So these teams have to go outside the state, you know, to get a game. Um, and uh, you know, I, I'm a believer that road trips like this help build uh, a little bit of a bond uh, with the players. You're on that, uh, and I don't know how Harbor's going to travel. I'm sure they probably charter a bus to go down there. They're not going to be like it was when I was in school and be on that yellow dog you know, for, for six and a half hours or whatever, uh, which is no fun for anybody. Uh, but it is a chance to get the kids away from their normal surroundings, get them used to get, – get them, get them on a road trip, and maybe they stop at Bucky's on the way and, and you know, and get a taste of Bucky's. They'll go to, through, through uh, one in Melissa right on the way to McKinney, which is They should. Fun. They should make that on the – if I were playing the put, itinerary, put they it, would. Put it on the list. Absolutely. Yes. Um, so good for them, good for Harbor, good for, uh, good for them to get to go on a road game and, uh, and get to play in, a, in what will be a beautiful stadium. Can you imagine being seventeen to eighteen year old kid and Mama say, I got, "I'm taking a road trip." You were a tie. I don't maybe not a tie, but to get to be on that bus and do that. And you're exactly right when you talk about bonding. That that was one Dave Van Horns. He always insisted on going a yeah. a road trip to see how the guys would respond yeah. to each other, how they rally around each other when they win or uh, you know uh, rebound when they lose. Well, so that's a good point yeah, right there. Yeah, and it puts them in a hostile environment a little bit, you know, out of their comfort zone, and and uh, that's when you find out, okay, how are we going to deal with a little bit of adversity, you know, yes. and that kind of thing. And and uh, you want to find out what kind of character your players have, and this is you know this is how you find that out. Well, that's what non-conference is for. Exactly. 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 I've never heard of a non-conference state championship. Have you, uh, Henry? No. 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 All right, so we've got that one going on. And uh, so that's all the football. We've got a lot of football going on. Of course, we will have previews and a lot of of lead-in going into the Friday games in the area. Henry's going to have a great story in the Friday edition of the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette on a player that if you saw him last year, you would not recognize him if you saw him this year because he's added about 15 pounds of steel 
to his body in Josh Ficklin from he Bentonville. He looks rock wow. solid. The running wow. back from Bentonville. Henry, that's oh, not a lot. Wow. I did not recognize him at 707, Leland. I know you hadn't seen him much, or maybe that might have been the first time, but I'm going to tell you right now, he did not even <clears throat> look like the same kid. Yeah, he's, he's grown about an inch or two, went from 185 to 202. There you go. And wow. I mean, and plus, he told me, in the, and it, it's mentioned in the story, he cut his 40 yard dash time down from four six seven to four four seven. There you go. Running bleachers and in sand pits. He looks like to me, Henry, that he's really growing into his body. Um, last year he was a sophomore, skinny arms. You could see his arms out hanging out of his out of his jersey, little skinny <laughs> arm. Didn't have any bump there at all. Yeah. Oh boy. This year, let me tell you, at 17 pounds, he's added eight Whataburger pounds. They that's <laughs> weight room. That's weight room and putting in that work pounds that he's added. Yeah, he didn't lay around like uh, some of us, at least me, uh, uh, ice cream and sitting around at the pool. What did Lee Larkin say? Chocolate milk and honey well, chocolate and and honey pies. Honey yeah. pies. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So, uh, Henry Apple, again, will have a uh, story on uh, Josh Ficklin of Bentonville going into their season opener on Friday. They'll be hosting Liberty North um, at Tiger Stadium, so that should be a good one. And then also Henry alluded to Mansfield, Texas. It's Mansfield High School. I think they have four high schools in Mansfield, three or four. This is Mansfield High School coming up to Bentonville West. They'll play on Friday. And uh, a game I think of, of uh, interest up here um, will be defending 4A state champion Shiloh Christian. We'll go over to Pea Ridge where Bray Cook, the former standout at Springdale Harbor and at Arkansas, will make his head coaching debut for Pea Ridge. And uh, I think they'll be a little bit better this year, Henry, don't you? At least last year I think they ended up not playing about three games, right? Yeah, they missed three games yeah. uh, because of COVID and stuff like that. And that was hard on them trying to make the adjustment from Class 4A football to Class 5A yes. football. Yeah. But you know, their numbers are okay. He wished there was a little bit more. Sure. But, sure. hey, they – Went over to Elkins for a scrimmage and 28 to nothing yeah. in, in a half of football. There you, so. go. you know what I liked about Bray Cook, Rick, is uh, when we had media day up here, he brought two of his offensive linemen with him. See, Bray's going to take care of his offensive oh, he linemen. Does. Hey, what, what, what a way to uh, start your – he's going to remember this uh, coaching debut yeah. one way or the other. Yeah. Now, uh, one thing, uh, players and coaches, you know, I know they they already have this in mind, and you know, you need to keep this in mind. It's going to be pretty hot on Friday. Yeah, you know, players need to make sure they're hydrated. Um, I know, you know, we're summer <laughs> summer is hanging on here, is not wanting to let go. I no. thought it was gone because uh, we had some some really nice weather, you know, last week. But boy, this week summer said, "Hey, uh, I ain't done yet." <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it got its second win. It's a hot southerly it win at you that. You better believe it I is. I remember old farmer back home, he said, uh, summertime in Arkansas is like you step outside and just put your head under your muffler right there. Exactly. That's what the heat is like of your vehicle right there. Exactly. And that's exactly what it feels like well, today. Well, and we were, we, I saw this too somewhere, Paul, somewhere on, uh, on, the, on, on social media. If you want to know what high what, – if you want to know what it's like living in South Texas, East or South Texas, go put all your clothes on, then go get in the shower. Yeah. And then step back out. That's what it feels like. North, northeast Arkansas as well. <laughs> there you yeah. go. Go, to, go, go to a rice field in northeast Arkansas. There Same you go. difference. There Same you go. Right All there. right. So we got that uh, going on uh, with football. Now, Paul, you had some volleyball. Your volleyball team started this week. They started bump, spike, and set this week. How good, are we looking there? Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Had some good matches already this week. I, I watched. Uh, I went to Harbor last night to see Harbor and Greenwood, two of the better large classification teams. Uh, Harbor lost out in the uh, in the semis to Fayetteville State Tournament a year ago. Uh, they will be in the mix again, there no question. Uh, Greenwood, one starter returning from a year ago. Okay. Uh, but but they uh, hey, 
Jennifer Golden, she doesn't shy away. No. So she started her season. Why, Rick? Why doesn't she? She, she, she ain't scared. She ain't scared. That's right. She's right. That's exactly. So they started Monday against Fayetteville in a battle of two defending state wow. champions. There you go. Uh, Fayetteville put it on them pretty good. That's okay. That's all right. That's and what makes you better. Well, iron sharpens iron. That's right. And Harbor last night. Uh, they get up and uh, they get Greenwood gets out to a nice start up eight one up sixteen to eight. Harbor's like, hmm, okay, okay. here turn we go, on. time to turn it on. All right, they come back win twenty five twenty three, and then the the second and third sets early were a little competitive, but uh, Harbor got going uh, as uh, Cassie Lloyd likes to say, playing some good Harbor volleyball. There you uh, go. Really, really smooth. Crisp. Paul, uh, she's done a great job over there. Fantastic. She, she has done a great fantastic job. Fantastic job. They yeah. they are solid. Uh, Kaylin Coons. Is she back? Uh, okay. She's back. Kaylin, uh, nice. Now, Paul, you mentioned last week she signed signed with UCA. Is she going to play basketball or volleyball? She's volleyball. Volleyball. Volleyball, okay. volleyball okay. at UCA. Cat uh, Cooper, big middle for, for uh, Harbor. Uh, she's a San Diego State. Uh, commit. That'd so, be terrible to go to school at San yeah. Diego State. Four, four, uh-huh. year, four years in San Diego. Yeah. That's terrible. That'd be terrible. Uh, that'd be awful. But uh, The only thing worse than San Diego would be to go to Pepperdine. Yeah. Which Malibu. literally, they're literally right on the beach. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's You're where right. Michael Cage went, uh, left West Memphis, went that's to San Diego. San Diego, State. that's correct. Yeah. Yeah. That it's is beautiful correct. weather there. But we got some really good, there are some good teams here. I mean, you know, I, I did a story a couple weeks ago talking about the four defending state champions. Uh, Hackett in 3A, Mansfield in 2A, they'll both be in be in the mix again. Paris in yep. 3A, always, always in the mix. Yep. So some good stuff all the way around. Very, very good volleyball. So that's what we have going on right now. we got football starting on Thursday, football going on Friday. Got Harbor going to play football on Saturday. Got volleyball going on uh, a couple of two or three days a week. So be sure Paul will have all the coverage of prep volleyball in the region. So if you want to read more about that, if you want to read about prep sports at all, boys, it's, it's the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. And if you're not a subscriber, if you're not on this team, you're missing out on a whole lot of great prep coverage, not just the written word, but also lots of videos, lots of podcasts, uh, all kinds of things like that. We also want to mention next week, uh, Leland will start his River Valley report down there where he will start, you know, he'll have all kinds of news on River Valley teams. That will be in the Thursday edition of the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Of course, he'll also preview the River Valley game of the week on Friday, and he'll have a coverage of that game of the week in the Saturday edition, so be sure and check that out. If you're not a subscriber, you can be one by going to our website at nwaonline.com. Click on the subscribe button. So simple, even a caveman or Ricky Fires can do it. Just click on subscribe. Yeah. Don't ask me to spell it, but it's up there. Okay. Just and then I'm out. on, right? And then you're on. All right. Just good, go good. in and just fill that out. So you'll want to be part of that and uh, see the great photography that our photo guys yes. get um, every time out, videos. If it's prep sports, we're going to have it, and uh, it, we're going to give it to you in the most timely manner and uh, in the most in-depth coverage. So, again, to subscribe, nwaonline.com, click on the subscribe button. That's all I've got for today. You guys got any more? Leland, got, got any more else. knowledge you want to drop on us? No, I guess just a couple of things. You know, yep. you guys were talking about the non-conference schedules yep. and teams going out of state and everything. You know, yeah. Muskogee is playing an all-Arkansas That's non-conference right. schedule. Starting with Greenwood on Friday night at home. That's starting right. with Greenwood, yes. That's and right. then two Northwest Arkansas teams. And then you were talking about Josh Ficklin and – 
And I know the Super 6 right now is uh, coming out on each classification, the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Correct. Uh, I think 6A today, 7A's tomorrow. It's going to be re- very interesting to see how that comes out with uh, with Eric Taylor. You know, the, the Arkansas sports media poll came out, I guess it was Monday. Yes. And Fayetteville received one first-place vote. All the other 20 went to Bryant. Yeah, yeah. So, well— Leland, you and I have talked about this a lot. The 7A West, I'm saying, returns to the throne room this year. I think so, too. And i tell you, one of the, the main reasons you guys were talking about Josh Ficklin, and, you know, I voted Bentonville number two in that poll. And, you know, I toyed with even voting a number one because of Bentonville's running game. You know, they're balanced. Yes. They're not going to have to just throw the ball. They're going to have a running game. Obviously, they always play defense because – one of the reasons why Bryant was so good last year, they're the first team in the history of the largest classification to rush for 3,000 and pass for 3,000 as a team. Wow. That's wow. tremendous balance. And yeah. I think Bentonville is going to be similar to that this year. They very much could be. They could be. Well, Leland, until next week, we will bring you back in. Of course, Leland is a regular guest on our Prep Rally podcast, and we'll have him back next week to break down the north side, south side game and other games across the region and then take a look at what's going to be in store for, I'm going to call it week two. It's actually week week one, but I'm calling it week two because I don't like to call it week zero. It just throws my, just throws my cipher and all off. off. Just yeah. throws everything off. So that's it for this week's edition of Prep Rally, the podcast. I'm Chip Souza for Henry Apple, Paul Boyd, Ricky Fires, and for Leland Barclay down in Fort Smith. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week on Prep Rally, the podcast. The Prep Rally podcast is produced and directed by the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Find us on SoundCloud, Apple, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher.